Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is a midday show. Hugh Douglas and Joe Jill. Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard as we discuss Andy Reid. Are you ready to acknowledge what's becoming quite clear? Andy becoming the GOAT. The pathway is there for him to overtake Shula, Belichick, wherever you acknowledge as the GOAT. Andy's there. I mean, look. Look at the number of wins he has in the postseason, 41 now. He's been to four Super Bowls in five years, could win his third ring in two weeks. Right now, my pick is he's going to do that and win a Super Bowl here. I'm, I'm done betting against the Chiefs. I mean, I just I, – I picked the Ravens on, on Friday, and that didn't work out very well. So I, I am, I've had enough of, of, of losing money with the Chiefs. I'm going to be on them to win the Super Bowl. And that means Andy Reid takes one step closer to GOAT status. I already acknowledge that. And, of course, she reacts to the coordinators. But we did have a Jason Kelsey sighting yesterday. As you'd imagine, hanging out, watching his brother. A little less uh, over the top yesterday. Jason seemed like he's he was a little subdued. Sub- yeah. I guess he got in trouble. You know, well, not so much got in trouble, just like, hey, you know, you acted a fool like the last one. <laughs> Let's game. keep your shirt on Let's this time. Just chill out this one. Yeah, but this is, um, this was interesting. Yesterday, he did uh, give a quote to the Philadelphia Inquirer about his future and the Eagles' future. Here it was quote from yesterday, Jason Kelsey, as a Philadelphia Eagle, incredibly disappointing season, especially at the end of it. Kelsey told the Inquirer, and I really, really look forward to next year. I look forward to trying to prove people wrong, especially with some of the recent hires and Nick Sirianni. And there's a lot of things up in the air for the Philadelphia Eagles. But I think that as a player, you always look forward to going into battle with your guys. You watch this and the emotion is so high. He said it great. feels great, uh, you know, being here in this field right now for your teammates and all that and, and talking about it. And he said, he, he said I d- and quote, I don't know what's going to happen for me, but I do know I still want to be involved in the organization and still want to be part of it regardless of what the decision is because I don't want to ever feel like I'm on the outside looking in on these achievements and these accolades, these opportunities. It's too good a feeling to pass up. So, Hugh, that was an interesting quote. I mean, there's kind of two things there. One, he's talking as if he's still on the team. And then two, saying, if I'm not, I still want to be part of the organization. He it, He's still not committing to fully the retirement thing that came out two weeks ago. I uh, immediately thought about Connor Barwin. When I heard these quotes this morning, when I heard them being said and, and the fact that he said them, I could see him working in an organization somewhere and being a part of it. I could see him being an assistant offensive line coach or something like that. Who was the quarterback a few years ago? I think he was here with Doug where he was allowed to go back home. Josh and McCown. Yeah. I could see something similar to that. Like he could be the emergency center if something <laughs> happens or whatever. Like – Stranger things have happened, have, and just yeah. be a part of the part of the game in some capacity. I think he's one foot in, one foot out. I think that his family is very, very important to him. Obviously, you know, going to all his brother games and everything, but he, fe- I think he feels or knows that he's closer to being out of it than he is in it. But he's still in that unique, rarefied situation where he can still play. So, I think that the Eagles are going to accommodate him in every way that they can to make sure that he's comfortable with whatever decision he decides to make. So I am now starting to waver on being as convicted as I was that he is done. I, now, I think I thought all year he was done. I thought the way you know him hanging out on his off week, the bye week with the Amazon crew, it just felt like he's preparing for his next career. But he did start those quotes with we as if he's still part of this team. Like he hasn't. It's hard to get. It's hard to let that go. I'm sure Joe. it is. It's hard. It's, it, and he's. Even I find myself sometimes when I when I that's why for me I try not to be emotionally invested in football. I try because I know I can't play, but sometimes you know that that feeling comes up and and you know you get that urge or whatever. He still can play, 
And so I understand, like, when he talks, and I know it might be confusing to some people, but I understand totally where he's coming from because he's, he's having that internal battle of wanting to play, understanding that his body's changing, but he's still in a position where he can play and, and balancing that, what is the next couple of years going to look like for him? So he's, he's trying to explore all avenues right now. Yeah, it feels like the Kelsey situation is – I still, if I had to guess, I was still very likely pointing to retirement, but I'm not as sure as I was a couple weeks ago or even during the season with the way he's spoken here. 215-592-9494. For back to the phones here on all things Andy, of course, the Kellen Moore hire. Are you ready to acknowledge Andy Reid is becoming the greatest coach of all time? Al is up next on WIPA. Al. He's definitely the GOAT. I'll tell you something. I'm right now – I'm watching on uh, – NFL Network, uh, the game, and just the discipline. Also, one of the things I wanted to add as far as even player development, who the hell would pick a seventh-round pick or sixth-round pick for Rutgers, Rutgers, Pacheco, and mold him into the running back that he is right now? Outstanding. Al, you know, it's funny, and they play each other in this game coming up. Purdy was was the last pick in that draft. Pacheco was the 10th to last pick. And and one of them could win Super Bowl MVP in two weeks. Yeah, but I I mean, I enjoy enjoy Andy's whole career uh, in Philadelphia. And, you know, he was always my favorite team, favorite coach in the AFC. Uh, I have utmost respect. And if he keeps on going the way he's going, he's definitely the, the GOAT. Uh, I can't see any, uh, even past Belichick. What he's done with that team is unbelievable. What he's done in developing Mahomes is unbelievable. And look, look, they lost players. Pacheco is number 10, Tyree Kill. Look where Tyree Kill is at now and look at Pacheco. I mean, look at, it, look at, look at the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, something's going on here. Something's right. And even, uh, you know, even, you know, and I, I can reflect with you as far as, um, all the problems, all the times with the Eagles. I mean, he did get his championships. Okay, we didn't get the ring. Uh, but he did get his championships. So, in both careers, he's a winner. I mean, I can't. These guys are bad now. I don't know what to. I don't know what they're drinking, but they're drinking the wrong stuff. They're bitter. Yeah, it's it's a lot of bitterness bitter, now. Huh? Yeah, people don't want to admit and that that he's great. Jim because... Johnson was unbelievable. He, he, and, he and Jim Johnson, they were geniuses. I mean, Gene Johnson. His defensive strategy is still being used today all over the place. Well, Spagnola, I mean, with Andy, I mean, it's, it's all playing out again. It's just in, in a hive run. Al, what do you want to say about Dan Campbell? You know what? I felt really feel bad for him because you know, but I understand his strategy. That took him. That took him that way all year. I mean, you know, he, he did the risk factor. You know, he went for those. Uh, you know, he went for fourth downs before, and uh, I, I, he had confidence. That's another growing team. That 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 team has uh, uh, that running back by committee. That running back by committee is unbelievable on, on the um, on the Lions. Yeah, you know, I think that they're they're going to be in the they're playoffs a lot. Yeah, they are. They're going to be scary. Yeah, they, now scary. they may have blown their best chance. I mean, who knows yeah, if they that, get back? That, that I don't know. Yeah, that one right there. That probably would have been their best shot. But yeah. the, I don't think they're going to be bad next year. They got a lot of good young players. The the one thing I will say about Campbell, and, and we'll talk more about all the stuff from yesterday outside of Reed and Mahomes. Coming up in a little bit. I, I do think not enough's being made about that kicker. We, we're just assuming the kicks would have been made. M- Michael Badgley's their kicker. I think they got him in December because their other kicker got hurt. I mean, he was on the waiver wire. He is five, he is 50% in his career over or between 45 and 50 yards. That kick 
Hugh, the one that would have put it to a tie game, would have been a 47-yarder. There's an assumption that kicker would have made it. He's 50% in his career from that range. Yeah. I, I don't know that kicker makes it. that kick. Yeah, but you got you to try to 50% try to points, though. I mean, I understand his aggressiveness. But he did it. Like, the egregious thing is he did it twice. Well, that's what he does. Yeah. 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 I, I just – look, you could disagree with the idea. I'm just saying – No, I mean, I get where you're coming from. There's just from. an assumption the kicker makes it and we're tied. I, I think in Campbell's mind, it's like that's a coin toss if he makes that kick. Yeah, damn if you do, damn if you Isn't do. Isn't there also an assumption that you're getting or you're converting the fourth down? And then not only converting the fourth down, but you continue the drive – to score a touchdown, right. like that fourth down conversion isn't giving them six points. No, it's not. It's it's just elongating the drive right. to try to score. So I think you take three to make it because it, it's not about the amount of points at that point. It's about the amount of possessions you sure. needed to extend the amount of possessions yeah, that the Niners ran, needed to come back. He was running out of possessions. Yeah, and I get it. And then they went down two possessions because they didn't get there. I'm just saying, like, yes, they didn't get it, and that made it look worse. But they also could have missed the field goal and still been down three and still gone down ten. No matter what he did there. 215-592-9494. Gary is at South Philly. What's up, Gary? Hey, how you doing? What's up, up, Gary? What are you feeling? Well, you know, besides the football, I want to go back to you scored 70 points last week. The Joker comes here, and you play him, and you do well, and we beat him. But then you don't play when you go there. I just think they should come up with some kind of rule with this load management and all this stuff. You can't do it on the road. Do it at home. These people pay to come see the good teams come, and you're going to sit down. Yeah, that's the tough part about it, man. And that's what those people in those stands were yelling and screaming for because they wanted to see him. You know, you're just coming off a 70-point game. Exactly. And, yeah. and, you, and you don't play. Yeah, that's tough. So, Gary, I got two. Gary, before you go on, I got two things for you off that. One, I do think they, they tried, right? They put this mechanism now that if you don't play 65 games, you can't win awards. So, I think that's kind of like the – that, that's them trying to prevent this from happening, but obviously it doesn't yeah, work perfectly. The Kawhi Leonard rule. Yes, yes, exactly. The other thing, Gary, is I, even if you had some sort of stronger rule, they could just lie and say they're hurt. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you, you can't you're, prevent you're right. them from saying my knee is sore, and you can't prove you're it. You're right. You're right. What are you thinking on Andy, Gary? Hey, look, he was pretty good here, and he got better when he got away. That's all it is. You know, you can't, Bottom line. You can't hate on him. No, there's some, it's some haters out there, though, Gary. Oh, no, no doubt. But you shouldn't hate on him. I'm, it, I'm happy for him. Yeah. yeah I'll tell I you this. I, I'd rather Kansas City win than San Francisco. Oh, me too. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 that Niners team, especially what they did to the Eagles, I don't want and, that anywhere near a championship. wait a minute. And one of my daughters is a big 49ers fan. She has flown to San Francisco for games. You got 49ers fans in the family, Gary? What are we doing yeah, I, here? What, what, one of my daughters is a, is a 49ers fan. Let me tell you, at, at the end of that first half, she went upstairs. She was, she was not happy. <laughs> they were getting she their butts not, kicked, Gary. Yeah, she went yeah, upstairs. Yeah, that was so a- then I left, and uh, I, I called them later. I said, oh, did your sister come back down now that they're winning? <laughs> they're like, you know she did. Mm, mm, mm. What a comeback it was. I mean, that's one of the biggest comebacks in, in playoff history. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not a crazy about Brock Purdy, but he's doing what he has to do. Yeah, well, the thing about Purdy, and then we have a, a, a legendary Purdy hater with us here. Legendary. I mean, two, two weeks I, in a row he led big comebacks. I mean, that, that's, that's I, the truth. You do not know how much joy I get from just listening to Kyle Rant in the morning. About Purdy? Room. And, and you know what? It's funny because he, to me, he represents every Philadelphian that I've ever come in contact with, but the simple fact that I get to see him every day because you're trying to, like, you you try to 
you know, tell him what happened in the game. He does not care. So I was walking into the meeting today, and I was like, you know, maybe 30 yards away, and I see Kyle animated. I could start to hear him, and I didn't you, – you didn't have no. to – if you said to me, Joe, from 30 yards away, what is he upset about? I was like, that's pretty. No. <laughs> There's no question. Let me tell you, because when we talk about – and I always start out calm, and I try – like, I try to be fact-based when I, when I talk to Kyle. Kyle ain't trying to hit none of that. Ooh. Kyle was like, if they would have just caught, like Brock Purdy tried to give him the game. Well, he did throw the ball to Brian Branch. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Like, can, can we not look, can we not use our eyes with this Brock Purdy thing? It's Kyle, the most I aggravating saying, thing in the world. Kyle, he balled out in the I, sports No, board, I have man. never in my life witnessed a more lucky quarterback in, in, in all my years than Brock Purdy. Oh, we're looking inside the midday show. <laughs> <laughs> a pre, pre-show meeting. Does <laughs> so that, it sounds... Do you not see what I'm seeing? This dude, just, he's so no, lucky. God, he's gotten away with something. He, he really get, has. He's about to get paid, too. Not this year. I, think that's, Joe, I think that's a bad move. I, I think not with Joe t- pointing out that he can't get paid they're, this year, but they, after he, next can, he can get paid. And then they're going to find out that it's a mistake because they're not going to be able to surround him with the amount of you talent. You may be right on that. You, but you that's may be what right. you, pay, you pay. That's the price for a quarterback. All right, man. guys, I got to ask a question. What you uh, got? Because the 49ers are in the Super Bowl, right? They had their quarterback healthy, Purdy, yes. and they made the Super Bowl. And they're facing the Chiefs. So uh, there's a question that's out there that I think is, is uncomfortable to kind of focus in on and wonder about, but it's it's a fair question. Were they right, Hugh? Oh, because, about being in the well, Super Bowl, they had their quarterback? Yeah, for a year, they basically whined and said if we had Purdy, if he didn't get healthy, we would – and them, I'm speaking for them, right? They believe – Thought it was me. They would have beaten the Eagles last year yes. and faced the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So then we play this year out, and it, it's exactly what happened. They got their quarterback back. He was healthy. Whatever your opinion is on Purdy, he's their quarterback, and they win with him. And now they're in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. And when they played the Eagles, they broke their spirit. It does feel like <laughs> they, did. they were right. No, that, Damn it. it. They were right. They there's a valid there's a valid argument that can be made for that. But we never know how that thing's played. Now, I will say that the score might have been different. I'll give them that. But I'm not gonna say history has has righted itself. I'm not gonna say that because that's not the truth. Damn, damn. There you go, Florida. There you go, Florida. Hey, no, nah, I'm not giving them that. They're in the Super Bowl. Happy for them. They had an epic comeback from a coach who knows about blowing games. So he was like, "Damn it, I refuse if I'm going to let this happen to me again." Mm. So I, I mean, I get that part, but no, I'm not about to give them that. It's hard for me not to acknowledge that they may have been right. It's really hard. No, no, that, come on, man. You can't say that because there, there are so many factors that. In that game, that you know, crap probably could have you know changed the outcome. Sure, sure. But that's not a given. But but it's, all right, the nothing's one, a given. The one thing to point out is, regardless of what you feel about Purdy, he's better now than he was a year ago. So, do they win that game last year against the Eagles? Eagles were favored. Maybe not if Purdy does play if he never gets hurt. But like, I understand why they feel that way. Now they played a whole year out, beat the Eagles, and got to the Super Bowl. They're like, we would have been there last year. He's better than. Uh, Josh Johnson and whoever was you know on the field for them yeah. last season. The, the, the added part of that you mentioned it, the comeback. They were down what twenty-one to seven and a half against us. Yeah, they're down twenty-four. They didn't have their QB this time. They did. They made the comeback. Oh. Like it's it, it's tough, man. They've been screaming this for a whole year, and it came true. Yeah, they get they, look. They have their vindication right now, mm-hmm. and like whether we want to acknowledge it or not, they can believe it, and it's very hard to fight it off. Like hey, that whole year played out. Their quarterback played really well. And they got to the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, we're sitting at home and watching them do this. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Robert in Germantown. What's up, Robert? Robert. Good morning, guys. Hey, Robert. Uh, 
You never would have seen Wilt uh, not go man-to-man with Bill Russell back in the day or Magic going against Larry Bird. They would never have whipped out of a one-to-one. Yeah, and Robert, it's, it, it's, it's one thing if it just happened once, but this is years now where he doesn't play in Denver. It's this weird thing where, mm-hmm. you know, when Jokic comes here, and like, plays, but out in Denver, he doesn't play in the game. Maybe I think, it was the elevation, maybe. I think it might be part of it. I think 2019, Robert, was the last time Embiid played a game in Denver. Yep, yep. On the GOAT, on the, on the goat question, I like Andy Reid. I was telling Kyle, but, you know, I was Bill Walsh guy. Why? Think about it. He innovated one of the most exciting offenses ever, the West Coast offense with Jerry Definitely. Rice and, and Montana, who, who was a third-string quarterback when I was in Notre Dame in 79, right? Look what he did with Montana. And, you know, by, by comparison, I was hoping when we drafted Devontae Smith that we'd use him like Montana and Walsh used Jerry Rice. You know? I mean, mm-hmm. Smith's the same kind of player, isn't he? A little guy, great route runner, tough as hell. Get him in space. Look think, what he does yeah. when he was at Alabama. Yeah, yeah similar yeah. Uh, build physically. Yeah, and they. So yeah. I mean, look, he's had a nice career so far, Devontae. Not you know, I, they, yeah. we, we we all think they probably could get more at him, but he's had he's done a lot here for three years. Yeah, and another one or two quick points. Same thing with Goddard. Look, yesterday, Travis Kelsey went nuts in the middle. Both Did tight ends. Get, I mean, really, Robert. That that's a it's yeah. a good takeaway. I mean, we we got to use the tight end more because the tight ends for both those teams and even Laporta for the. Yeah. Uh, for the Lions. I mean, those are big time. They, they changed those offenses. And on defense, I was yelling on the radio a few years ago. You may recall, it might have been a different station. Draft Kyle Hamilton, my boy from Notre Dame. But no, what one spot ahead we took. Oh, yeah, Jordan, don't show up, Davis. Well, Robert, not just that. They traded <laughs> up over the Ravens to get Jordan Davis. I mean, they jumped the Ravens to get Davis yeah. and then took yeah. him. Meanwhile, the Ravens just sat there and got Hamilton. Yeah, imagine if we had a guy like Hamilton on our team, an impact player. This guy was all over the field. He's a great he player. Everywhere. Yeah, he's a, Robert, he's a great player. I mean, there's no question. Robert, man, we appreciate the phone call. So he's not quite ready to say Andy's uh, doing what he's doing. I, I, I feel the runway is right there. No, he's playing. He's, he's, uh, he's on that trajectory. There's no question about it. When you start talking about the greatest coaches of all time, man, I think that's all subjective to the, to the era that you live in. But coach is a hell of a coach. Like, for the era that we're in of football – and what he's been able to do in this era, he's the name. When you think about coaches that are, are doing their thing right now, he's one of the names that should come to mind first, especially when you talk about the success that he's had over the last 10 years. It's remarkable. Yeah. It, it is remarkable. And if you asked me this question a year or two ago, and in fact, Howard has brought this up with me. This was years ago. He said Andy's better than Belichick, and I said no. And he, he, I think he said Andy could catch Belichick, and I said no. And now I've revised my thinking on this. The runway is now there, especially when you factor in the Belichick wasn't even hired this cycle, so he's going to probably sit out next season. And Andy, it, he's 65, I believe, Andy Reid. If he does this for five more years, he's averaged 14 wins a year, I believe, when you include the playoffs with Mahomes. If he does this for five more years and they get two or three more, there's, there's not going to be a real argument that he's not right there as the greatest coach of all time. It, it's remarkable what he has accomplished here in in the span with the Kansas City Chiefs, and then you add in the Eagles stuff, and it's off the wall. Seth and media. What's up, Seth? Yo, what's going on, guys? Hey, Seth. Uh, let me take you off a speaker okay. from here about that. So, mm-hmm. all right. I uh, I was just writing down my list here. I got to okay. go down. All right, go, so go for first it. And, first and foremost, Reed is better than Belichick, and the reason why is because of the turmoil that surrounded a lot of Bel- Belichick's victories. 
you know, all that, all, all of that stuff uh, with the, the spy gate mm. and the slate gate and all of those other things. I'm not saying he's a good, he's not a good coach. Clearly he is, you know, and he's got a lot of respect around the league and he's got the right kind of uh, eye to, to pick out players and pick a uh, coaching staff. He does well with all that stuff. But Reed is just seems like a good dude, man. Everywhere he goes, he gets nothing but praise. Everybody loves him. Players love him. You've heard more players say that they don't like Belichick than you've heard players say they don't like Reed. Yeah, that's surprising mm-hmm. too. And and a lot of players, which surprised me, saying that you know his success is directly like you know due to Tom Brady. That that surprised me. But you got players saying that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was clear when he left that he went. That Brady went on to win, and and he didn't. You know, so, um, and then all right. So the the other thing, the arguments going on all morning is, you know, would we have won more Super Bowls with Andy Reid? I agree with that one call from earlier this morning. I don't know if it was your show, or the other one where, he said, uh, you know, if he wasn't, if we didn't get rid of him, we never would have gotten, um, uh, oh, Doug Peterson. So maybe we don't win a Super Bowl at all. I mean, we had Reed for 14 years, and I agree with you. He had to learn a lot to go where he is now and be successful. He learned how so to— So, Andy, how, how to, uh, excuse me, Seth, and I agree with you, and I agree with you. But what I, here's my take on that. There is an assumption that that learning happened because he traded in Philadelphia for Kansas City and green for red. And, I, and my retort is, why do we assume he wouldn't have continued his evolution here? I, I kind of think that's like a that's a homer, you know. What I mean, that's that's a hometown person just being like, "Well, he traded in his stuff." But wait, but I think it's the other way. I, I think for, maybe not for you, but for some people, don't want to acknowledge that, that it, it could have happened here because it it hurts more if we fired the greatest coach of all time, right? Like that's hard to admit. So I think we tell ourselves, "Well, he had to go somewhere else to learn." Like it could have happened here. There's there's no reason I, it couldn't have. And now that's fair, and that goes right along with the whole thing with the 49ers being, you know, were they right or were they not? That's all circumstantial, man. The team was different, right? Their team got, got improved this year on defense, believe it or not. Our team was depleted all the way around with our coaching staff and the defense, and they had to play against Sirianni last year uh, to learn how to beat him. Yeah, that's by fair. losing yep. to him, you know? So, so well, you got to take all that into consideration. Now, I got a huge gripe with the, uh, the, the referees in this league over the past two years. And I was just telling Kyle, I've seen more of this in two years than I've seen in my entire life. I'm 44. They have thrown more flags and picked them up and been like, no, no penalty. And that's what makes me kind of lean. I, I do not think the NFL is scripted. I think that's ridiculous. But I do think there is an agenda. And it was clear last night when they threw that flag and it should have been offensive pass interference on San Francisco. On Ayuk, yeah, when the ball bounced off of Branch's chest. His arm was fully – they were both looking at the ball, but his arm was fully extended. He ran into him and shoved him. How is that not P.I.? Yeah, and it felt like if if it was incomplete, they were going to call it, and then when it was, it it was weird, Seth. That was a weird – Seth, a good phone call. I, I thought that was weird as well. There was one play in the Ravens game as well where a flag was on the ground. And they didn't even acknowledge it. They just picked it back up. There's been yeah. a lot of that where yeah. you're like, why didn't they call some? They were going to, and then they picked it up. So much so that that the fans are this morning, for the especially in that game, it was a couple calls in that yeah. Ravens game yeah, they where they're, they're trying to call for, for investigation of the refs. Refs do weird stuff. Now, there were times in that game, in both, both instances, where it felt like they wanted to let them play. But to your point, that IU play, it was really weird. It was really because you don't know what they were going to say or whatever. Who, who was it on, the interference? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then they just said, okay, bumpity scored. Yeah, you know, it almost went better if they called it and said it was defensive pass interference, right? If, if that was the call, then we'd know what their call was, and obviously San Francisco would have declined. And I will say this. It, it, I don't know, but it feels like the refs this year in the NFL – 
have been under a lot more scrutiny than they have been in the last couple of years. Well, part of that, too, is we have a million replays on our phone in 10 seconds, right? So yeah. we overanalyze this more than we used to. 215-592-9494. Come back. Your phone call's here. Andy, are you ready to acknowledge he's becoming the GOAT here? Reaction to Kellen Moore. And, of course, we'll get to the Joel Embiid stuff. Didn't play Saturday. Did he duck Jokic? Is he hurt again? What's going on there? We'll discuss it. Midday show, 215-592-9494 on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Happy Super Bowl to all to celebrate from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite food snacks, and, of course, placing some Super Bowl bets. I'm looking at maybe an under-the-radar play for Super Bowl MVP, maybe Isaiah Pacheco. Fandle has so many ways for you to end the season with a win or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but Fandle also has bets for which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 of bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit Fandle.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to sign up. That's Fandle.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with Fandle, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Fandle Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Welcome back. Midday show. Sports Radio at 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas show. Jillio Kyle Quinn is behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. Andy Reid continues to march up the list. All-time coaches in the pathways there for him to become the GOAT. Are you ready to acknowledge it, that Andy is in, sta- in reach of becoming the greatest coach of all time? I see it now. I didn't see it for years. I see it now. And, of course, the Eagles hiring Kellen Moore. Your reaction. We also had a big uh, Embiid and Sixer story over the weekend. He was Saturday night in Denver, kind of the showcase game, NBA Saturday night. And the two MVP you know, co-leaders, the co-favorites for MVP, mm-hmm. head-to-head in Denver. And Joel Embiid scratched very, very close to tip. And it's frustrating. I mean, I, I think... Sixers fans are frustrated. Obviously, national fans are frustrated there for what happened. Here's what annoyed me about it. He's on the injury report. I mean, I know he seemed to hobble his way through that Indiana game. There it is. He seemed to hobble his way through the Indiana game a couple nights ago. But why is he not on the injury report? And then the cons- you know you start having the conspiracy theories like, well, Maxie wasn't playing. Tobias wasn't playing. Did Joel just say, screw it, and check out before the game? You know, the nurse said that their doctors watched him, their trainers watched him warm up, and then liked the way he was moving. But we've seen this story for years. Joel usually is a game-time decision, and he says, I'm going to play, and they let him play, which mm. leads me to theorize. He said, now nah, I'm good tonight, that he didn't push to play. Because my, my theory is when he says, I'm playing, he usually gets to play. Yeah, and I think that part of this, uh, to your point, Joe, is that, you know, you look at all those other guys that aren't playing, and you want to try to maximize your 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 ability to win the game as much as possible. And when Maxie probably heard Maxie wasn't playing, he didn't want to go out there and get handled <laughs> by the big fella. Yeah, and they lost to Jokic. That game was actually close to the fourth quarter, and then their backups just kind of ran out of gas. It's it was just, a schedule loss. That's yeah, how it felt. We could call it that, Doc, by the way, who's now with the Milwaukee Bucks. 40 of them things. 40 mil. It's, well, yeah, I would take 40 mil to coach the Bucks too. I met Doc Rivers saying, he, what did he say? I wouldn't wish this on anyone, the, the, the trying to coach and take over a team midseason. Doc, you get to coach Giannis and Lillard and get $40 million. <laughs> Poor, Poor Doc. I know. Oh. It just feels so bad for him. But the Joel thing, does it bother you? He didn't play in the game. There's always, there's always another side to the coin with Joel. Great player, having an incredible year. He scored 70 points last week. But it's like, how are you supposed to just – wrap your arms around this guy and, and love everything about See, that, it. That's the problem. Joe. It's hard. It, it's, it's, you want to, especially coming off of the week that you just had, 
You want to feel good about him. You want to change the sentiment. And it's tough because, like, here in Philadelphia especially, that that's what we thrive off of. We thrive off of the players that we feel like are relatable to us, the, the everyday guy. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why Bryce Harper is beloved as, as he is. Well, he came back faster than anyone from Tommy John's yeah, surgery. Yeah, and, and, and he does everything Philly-centric. You know what I mean? And that's what we love about our players. It feels like Joel Embiid hasn't made that connection. I don't know what's going on with Joel Embiid, and I'm not about to sit up here and kill him, kill him for not playing because he's not the only one in the NBA that does this. He's not, but he's our guy. And when you see our guy do that, especially coming off the weed that he had, it's a little, it's a real tough pill to swallow. Yeah, and no matter how, whatever, what side you want to come down on this, it doesn't make you feel good. Either he ducked and ducked Jokic, he didn't want to play, mm-hmm. or well, he's yeah. hurt again. If the if the injury's real, first of all, the Sixers are going to get fined for not complying with the injury report because he wasn't on it. I think the Heat got fined last year a, b- a bunch of money because Jimmy Butler one day you know did the same thing. He wasn't on the injury report, then he didn't play. So if he's if he's hurt, they're going to get fined. But if he's hurt, there's another problem there. He's hurt again. Yeah. We just how many games did he miss two weeks ago? Like four games with the knee. We're all it's the same story that we can't get through a season without. All the bumps and bruises here. The NB stuff, I know it frustrates a lot of people. We'll throw that in the mix as well. 215-592-9494. What would you rather? I mean, I guess we don't want him to be hurt, so we'd rather him have ducked Jokic? I mean, I don't want him to be hurt, so I, I, I assume the only choice I have here is I have to vote that I'd rather him have ducked Jokic. Kyle, yeah. what would you make of the uh, the NB thing? It's weak. I, I don't know. Why, why does every time he has to go to Denver – Something weird pops up. Hasn't he played have... there since before the pandemic. Right? Is he a, is, is he afraid that yeah, he's not time. conditioned enough to play in that altitude? Yeah, probably. There's something to a that. Bit of that. Probably a little bit of that. And so and so, I guess he just doesn't like what is what he thinks is going to happen to him if he has to go up there and go one on one against Jokic in Denver. Is he think it's going to kill his MVP chances? Like it all just reeks of me stuff. Like I would, I don't know. I. I it's just really weak to me. Yeah, either we think the Sixers are lying on the injury report or we think he ducked the game. There's really no in-between. If no. he if he was hurt and they knew he was hurt, then they lied on the injury report. Or he warmed up and he's like, yeah, Max, he's not playing. Tobias not playing. I'm out. He's either hurt or he's mentally weak. Neither make me feel particularly great about, uh, yeah, about it. A hell of a, those are two hell of a choice that you have in this situation. It's annoying. Totally and it's, yeah. also, it's also part of why the NBA is tough to get truly into from the regular season perspective. He's not the only one who does stuff like this. It happens. And it's like, you know, wake me up when the playoffs starts. And that's when the NBA. 215-592-9494. Back to the phones here. Tyrone in Middletown is up. What's up, Tyrone? Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? What's going What's on, up, Tyrone? Tyrone? Good morning. How you doing, man? Uh... Hanging in there, just looking at the game yesterday. I see a good topic with Andy. Uh, you know, I just look, he's been coaching for what over twenty years, and I think he's compiled a great record. He's obviously a great coach, um, but in terms of him being a goat, uh, he's had two of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of football. Wh- who, wait, think, wait, wait uh, hold on. Who, who's the second one? Who's the second what? You said he's had two of the greatest quarterbacks. He's had Mahomes. Who's the other great quarterback that, <laughs> that he's had? Well, let, let me excuse me. Let me let me change that. The two quarterbacks that the two coaches that are in contention to be the goat of coaches are Belichick and Andy Reid. Right. They right. have had yes two of the best coaches in the history of the game. Co- quarterbacks. My, yeah. My right. Mistake. Yep. Mahomes and uh, Brady. But it, also, when he was with the Eagles, when I was watching that game yesterday. My stomach was twisting. Dude, I remember the game when I went there and it was like 
minus 10 degrees and I'm with my son and I got heaters in my boots and I've got mufflers on and my, my son's toes were cold for three days after the game. I thought that we both had frostbite. When we walked out of that stadium, it was like a funeral. And I don't know, it's something in my craw that I love Andy Reid as a person, but as a coach, I don't think he's anywhere near the GOAT. I think he's been around, a, honestly, he's been around a long time. He's been around great organizations. And, he'd been, and he's been, I don't know, I, 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 you have to look at it like when he was here, we went through a period of almost 10 years before we got T.O. He refused to, to surround Donovan with the right pieces. He had a great offense. And the brain farts that we used to joke about, I don't know, all of that just comes up repeatedly every time I see him on the screen. Mm. He, he learned that, in my mind, to be honest, I think he learned at our expense. Well, I know a lot of people feel that way, Tyrone, but let's, I mean, the Eagles also benefited from Andy. I mean, it's not like, you know, the Eagles were a great franchise when he walked in and he held them back. I mean, this team stunk when he got here. Exactly. And, and but getting back to 2024, and we just picked up a new OC, a new defensive coordinator, I hope that they look at the past to, to basically base their decisions on the future. If we don't get the players to complement uh, the offense that we're going to run, if we don't get uh, – we, we, we need another number one type receiver to basically to put alongside our current two receivers. You want another so receiver? Yes. Yeah. You can draft a receiver. Uh, you look at the Green Bay Packers. They have about – I heard someone say they have a, a half a dozen or more receivers. These guys, it, there was a receiver a couple of years ago. I think they picked this guy from North, from a North Dakota State. He's 6'5", 225. Oh, yeah, Watson, four, Christian Watson. Four, he's, five, a, he's a good player. Yeah, no, I wouldn't mind another well, weapon here, but, I mean, they, the Eagles got to get other things before we worry about another receiver. Yeah, we need a linebacker. We need some secondary players. Exactly. We have eight picks, and, and that's why I say our GM – why don't he go out and pick these type players and pick eight players that were stars in their own respect on their team, be it whatever league or Division One, Division Two, whatever what have you they came from. They were the man on their own team, some guy that that has the get up and go and the wherewithal mentally, not only physically to go out and get the job done, so that we can so that we can get it moving. And I think that the Eagles always come up a day late and a dollar short because at critical times, either we don't have the depth or overall you look at our linebackers. You know, we we, we need we, – because they're white and C.J. Reynolds. I, I love watching those guys play. Uh, I, I, I really Ooh. did. I, I enjoyed watching them go after it. T.J. Edwards. Yeah, I mean, T.J. was a good linebacker. No, for sure. And they need they need better guys here, Tyrone. Tyrone, appreciate the phone call. I just I have to say something about the Andy Donovan takes that are out there, right? Like the, that Andy held people back. I mean, it, the more we remove from this, isn't it isn't the truth that Donovan held Andy back more than Andy held Donovan back? I mean, let's be real. You give Andy a great quarterback, and he runs a dynasty. A great quarterback. Donovan was very good. He wasn't good enough in the big moments. Well, I will say this to that argument, and and I and I am respectable. I'm respectful, I should say, to to people's opinions when it comes to this. But like, and let's think about this. Hasn't 
you know, the fact that Andy Reid has made it to another Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill proving what he was trying to do here? I mean, think about it. And like, like the narrative for a long time. I'm, I'm just saying, let's be, let's be logical in this situation. The narrative has always been, you know, that that Andy didn't know what he was talking about. We didn't do anything until we got a receiver. Andy had a had a philosophy that he believed in wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. And in that year, and I appreciate what what happened. Who, however, To got here, I am very appreciative of it happening because it allowed me to go to the Super Bowl. Let me say that first. But, okay, now let's fast forward to 2024. When you look at Coach Reed and the success that he's had, he's going to another Super Bowl. Four out of five years. Like, like, let's, like listen, I understand you're bitter, and sometimes, you know, when you have those breakups and the girlfriend's doing way better with someone else than they are with you, it takes a little bit of time. <clears throat> Excuse me. It takes a little bit of time for you to, you know, to come to grips with that. That's what I'm here for. I'm trying to help you out. Think about it like this, people. Andy Reid got rid of Tyree Hill last year. Went to the Super Bowl without him last year. <laughs> Did it again. Went into this season, follow me now, with some pedestrian receivers. The whole story, go back, let's go back in the archives and look at some of the stories that were being written and printed about the Kansas City Chiefs and the fact that, you know, maybe Andy made a mistake. He ain't got no receivers out there. They're garbage. They were suspect. They dropped a lot of balls this year. As a matter of fact, when we played them, they dropped some key balls that probably could have changed the outcome of the game for us. But they came up big for him yesterday. So who do you think was right in that in that equation? It looked like Big Red knew what he was talking about because his quarterback is the straw that stirs the drink. Yep. Now, I'm not saying that that's truth, but there's a lot of evidence there that backs up what he was basically trying to do here. So y'all like that's why when y'all talk about that and all this other stuff that T.O. made him and all this other stuff, I let you talk because to me you don't sound like you you know that that you know you 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 you're clicking on all cylinders. I just every every time we have a, a, you know a, we reopen the Andy Philadelphia years, it talks about him choking, and, and I the more I think back, like Donovan was the one that didn't play well enough in those games. Yeah, I know Andy was the coach, but I, I'm looking at look Andy Reid. With Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, Mahomes thirty-nine touchdowns, seven picks, fourteen and three record. Donovan in the playoffs with Andy, twenty-four and seventeen touchdown interception, nine and seven record. You know, if Andy got the most out of Donovan, and and unfortunately he couldn't get him over the hump. But it's you give hard. him a great quarterback, all he does is win Super Bowls. It's hard to to see how good Coach Reed was when you're bitter. I mean, and I get that, I understand because sometimes. Even in in breakups, in certain situations, you can't see how good the person was to you because you're you're upset about the situation. But when you get older, and time heals all wounds, and you see it, you realize that Andy Reid's a damn good coach. He's a damn good coach. But it takes time, Joe. It takes time. And he's moving towards becoming the greatest coach of all time. The, the runway is clear now, especially with Belichick going to take this year off for for Andy to continue what he's doing. He if he raises Lombardi in two weeks, and that's three. You you play out the next five years, I'd be shocked if we don't get a couple more trips to the Super Bowl from the Chiefs, at least. It's going to be very hard to not put him right there. I mean, he, and, and then you They're going to become the evil empire pretty soon. They are. I mean, this, and it just reminds me of the Patriots now to where, how do you, how do you pick against them anymore? This is maybe the most impressive run because they had to go on the road. They weren't spectacular all year. The playoffs start and it's like, they don't make any mistakes. They don't turn the football over. They don't take sacks. They beat you, and it's all led by this coach. Drew and Westchester's up. Hey, Drew. Drew. 
Hey, good morning, folks. Uh, Joe, I don't think you're going to have to worry about Andy taking your job anytime soon. There's no way I'd retire if I had Mahomes for the next, like, 10, 10 years. I think, I, I think he's in this for the, uh, for the long haul. He should be. I mean, as long as he's uh, healthy and, and has the energy to do it, because if he just stays there with that, with that quarterback, I, I don't see how they don't win a couple more at least. For, uh, for sure. And I, I had uh, one thing I wanted to say on the Lions at the end, if I could. But, yeah, I, I think Andy is becoming the GOAT. I think what's so impressive to me when I think about it in terms of kind of like modern-day Eagles is just that he lasted 14 years in this town. Like, we look at how kind of like beat-up Doug seemed at the end and how kind of like this season really took a toll on Nick and you know people can say you know they don't like how Andy looked or they don't like how Andy talked but just the fact that he came back like refreshed year after year ready to do this for like a decade plus until it basically got stale in like 2011 like that's an insane run I think when we look at you know what's happened since then with coaches just like wearing down yeah well it's the outlier right I mean the in the Lurie era I mean think about it first it was Ray and then obviously Chip and Doug and now you know we'll see how Sirianni lasts but this year obviously led us to you know feeling like it could have been a you know a mid-size or short tenure and the outlier is Andy lasting 14 years it's a good point Drew you gotta you gotta have thick skin and be really good to last that long anywhere but especially this this place yeah, no, absolutely. I, like, I don't think there's, I, I don't think there's like a major lesson to like learn outside of like I would not have kept him at the time, but I think it's just like wow, like it's like really kind of like unreal to just like survive that long in that stressful of a position in our in our city. Now, uh, yesterday, I know, I know they lost, but you know, I thought especially for like a big stretch, Ben Johnson was just like on fire as a play caller in the first half. Are you guys concerned about him probably becoming the commander's coach? Because I'm not exactly looking forward to dealing with him in the division. You know, he, I, obviously he's got to get the players there, but he seemed to me like he's going to potentially be, you know, a, a really good hire. Yes. Yeah, they got to find a quarterback. Though. Well, they have the second pick. Drew, I, I think I said this to Kyle off-air last week. It, it would not shock me if Ben Johnson and, let's say, Drake May, you know where the second pick's going to be. It'd probably be him. If they are next year's Texans, like he turns them around fast. If the quarterback they drafted to can play, I, Drew, I am concerned because I think they've hired a smart GM from the Niners, and that guy knows what he's doing on offense. That offense gets guys open. Yeah, I'm hoping like some like organizational incompetence, like Josh Harris or something, will hold him back. But yep. yeah, I don't, I don't want to have to face that guy two times a year because he seems like he's. He seems like he's going to be a good one, unfortunately. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can't always depend on the Commodores being incompetent. I think they're, you know, they're trying to push that in the right direction, and they're they're making steps to do that. But it's still, like you said, they're still going to have to get a we'll get a quarterback though. Yeah, and they got to get. We a all know that hits. That's a hit or miss situation. Right, like the last year was the Panthers thought they had one with Bryce Young, and then you yeah, watch he, it play out. Yeah, that's, he's in a tough spot. He doesn't look like he's he's good enough to to justify that pick. Ryan is in Delco. Hey, Ryan. What's going on, guys? Good afternoon. What's up, buddy? What are you feeling? Uh, Joe, I got to say for the first time in a probably ever, I actually agree with you. What took so long, Ryan? You're on the right side of it now. Now, What are you feeling on Andy? Listen, I'm not a Birds fan. I, I'm a Broncos fan. I'm everything else Philly. But he, like, you can't question his greatness. He's, what he's been able to do with two different franchises with all these wins Everything he's up against is just unbelievable. It's remarkable. And, Ryan, the, the, you mentioned there the two franchises. That, like, if, at the end of the day, if we're going to debate or have, like, a thing, him and Belichick or Shula, 
this is a, definitely a feather in Reed's cap that he's done this multiple places. Shula did that as well with the Colts and Dolphins, but this is crazy. The fact that he's taken two teams to this many championships and Super Bowls now, it's wild. I just don't, like, I know we live in an area where the weather's bad half the year and everybody's mean to each other, but, like, to hate somebody <laughs> or not want them to do well because they're at a different place. Like, he was here. He gave greatness to the city. He didn't get us over the hump, but why blame him when Donovan's the one to throw up on the field? That, uh, Ryan, yes. I mean, I, I think if we look, like, to reverse engineer it now and go back. Ryan, man, go, good phone call. Five to one! I mean, okay. no, I didn't say it. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. Did you just throw me under? The bus. I'm just. I mean, that's not me, not my voice. <laughs> Yours. You said it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I, mean it, I mean that that happened. It did happen. Now, why it happened, I don't know, but but it did happen. That's a fact. I mean, that that did happen. So you know, that's one of those things that you know you just cannot dispute. Now, did five throw up because Andy Reid took in the McDonald's? And I, like, we don't mm. know. We haven't really I don't followed know. the I don't, thread. I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But I do know that that, that happens. <laughs> from Fast Food Fridays? To, to quickly go to the point. <laughs> junk Food Fridays. Yeah, is that junk what it was? Yeah, it was Junk Food Fridays. Junk Food Fridays. I just, I'm trying to put this in perspective what's happened here. Okay, so Hugh, you've made the analogy last couple shows, right? It's like you break up with someone and then they find Planet Fitness, right? They, they, yeah, and they, 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 they go get right. They get back in the game and they do better with someone else than they did with you. So it's a great analogy. I almost think there's another level to it, though. And again, I know I'm talking about Andy Reid here, so it's kind of weird to say this out loud. It's imagine, Hugh, you broke up with someone and they've become the world's most beautiful woman. This is the best coach in football. He, Like, she didn't just go to Planet Fitness and get in shape. She's universally looked at now as the most beautiful woman in the world. Well, she got, she got tight. Or he got tight. <laughs> Whatever, got super yeah. tight. And and now you're looking at him. And and this is the thing that I I respect the level of petty that people are willing to display because there's a lot of times, and Kyler, Kyler, you know, you attested this. There are certain things that come out of my mouth that I know that are stupid. Exactly. And I laugh about it because I know it's stupid. But to have people come on and, and, and they wholeheartedly hate Andy and they use the word choke here and all that other stuff, like nothing that you said validates your point because you're talking about the past. Like, but they're they're okay. Like, they're totally okay with that. Oh well, you know what? I don't like her because she had acne back in nineteen twenty, like nineteen ninety two. She had acne. I ain't like her back then. You know what? I didn't like the way she wore that little fluffy hairstyle back in the day. You'll say nothing about their accolades and their accomplishments in the present. You always talk about them in the past. That's why I let you like. You know, it's the equivalent of hanging yourself with your own rope. Like, you know what they say, like, give them enough yeah, rope, they'll yeah, hang themselves. Yeah. That's what you're like. That's what you sound like, because because so, you're not talking about anything that's relevant to the conversation that we're having today, because the truth is hard to acknowledge. Yes. And the truth is, Andy is becoming the greatest coach in pro football history. Two, one, five, five, nine, two, ninety four, ninety four. We'll keep your calls rolling. All of this. Andy, are you ready to say it? That he's becoming the goat here. And do you like the coordinators and be ducking Denver plus on the other side, more takes. We got a lot of them from a wild day across the NFL championship championship Sunday. That's next midday show sports radio, 94 WIP ESPN bet is not live in Pennsylvania as the official sports book of ESPN ESPN bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets, like in-game wagering, 
cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all props you can handle. All the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.